Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Praise the Lord. All right, so it's Father's Day today. I thought I should um, make a little adjustment and talk about um, the fathers of today. Praise the Lord. Um, I, I want to start off by talking about, um, you know, we have, a, we have a, a natural world and then there's a spiritual world. So we, we, we have a, a natural world and a spiritual world. Um, and in we human beings, we have a natural part, a natural side of us. And then we have the spiritual side. You know, um, man, uh, man is made up of three um, species. Man is a... A spirit, he has a soul and lives in a body. The body is the physical. The spirit needs the body in order for the, the, in order for the spirit to operate. So I'm talking about spiritual, um, you know, be a spiritual father rather than being just a natural father. Um, we look in First Corinthians 15, verse 22. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 22. For as in Adam all died, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. Amen. Amen. So we see, we human beings, we see God created Adam. Adam was a, you know, um, physical, natural being. Then he had a spiritual part. But I want to, you know, um, talk about the Adam who stands of this flesh and then the Adam, the second Adam, the first Adam who stands of the flesh and then the second Adam which is of the spirit, which is a, a Christ. So look in Verse 44, the same chapter, uh, chapter, verse 44 through 48. 1 Corinthians 15, 44 to 48. It was sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a, a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. And was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as in the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. Amen. Amen. So we see here the first Adam and then the second Adam. In comparing, you see, one was made of dust and it really eventually died. But the one of the spirit, which is Christ, gives life. Praise the Lord. 
And I want you to see that even though we are in the physical body, we are not to live for the physical. Amen? Look at Esau. Esau. You know, you know the story of Esau. Esau and his brother, um, Jacob, got to a, a situation where Esau was hungry. And because of his flesh, are you with me? Because of his flesh, the physical gave his rights. If you focus on the physical things of life, you will lose out a lot. Praise the Lord. You will lose out a lot. So I want you to bear that in mind. Genesis chapter 25, we're not going to read that because of time. Genesis 25, verse 29 through 34, talks about Esau and Jacob. Um, look in Hebrews 12. Let's read Hebrews 12, 16, 17. Hebrews 12, verses 16 and 17. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Amen. Amen. So that's what happened to Esau. That's what happens when you become fleshly minded. Praise the Lord. You know the story also of the t when Jesus was crucified, there were two people by, him, were, by his side, one on the left, one on his right. And one of them said, you know, hey guy, what's up? Jesus said, well, you know, wh what do you mean? The guy said, well, you know, I thought you said you are the Christ. Why don't you come on now, get down and, and, and help us here. And then the other guy said to him, you know, hey, don't you fear God? Don't you have respect of spiritual things at all? We deserve what we've got. But this man has done nothing. One of them was thinking physical, fleshly, get out here and help us out. The other one was thinking spiritual, we've done nothing wrong, he's done nothing wrong, we deserve everything that we've got because we've done everything wrong. We've done all the bad things and therefore we deserve what we are getting here. Now I'm presenting to you characters that think of the spirit and get breakthrough and get on and be and do good things and characters that think of the flesh and never get to their full potential, never get to their uh, destiny, never really, really achieve as much as they should. Praise the Lord. So, you know, as as a and 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 the, you know we got a few, we got when when I say we got a few, we got a few young fathers here, 
Praise the Lord. We've got a few young fathers here, and I'm, I'm, I want to encourage you that you actually think spiritual when you are making decisions. Amen. You see, um, Abraham, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Abraham was called by God. Amen. In Genesis 12, we see Abraham being called. And God gave Abraham promises. Amen. And in, uh, we, 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 we're not going to read all, we're going to skip it. But I want you to go to um, Genesis 18. Genesis 18, what verse? 19. Genesis 18, verse 19. For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. Amen. Amen. Abraham has been called by God in Genesis chapter 12. And then in 18, verse 19, he says, I have known him. God is saying, I have known Abraham. And in order that he may command his children, in order to command his children, in order to teach his children, in order to raise up his children, in order to guide, protect, lead them, what? In righteousness. The essence. God expects fathers to lead, guide, nurture, whatever word you will find to do them, your children, bring them up in righteousness. Bring them up in the way of the Lord. Amen? Praise the Lord. The Bible tells us, train up a child the way he should go. Hosea 11, isn't it? And when he's of old, he will not depart from it. Amen? Praise the Lord. So we have a responsibility as fathers. And I want to say again, and I'll say a few more times before it's over, that you need to focus on spiritual things. We live, we live in this world, and this world is decaying. It's decaying day and night. And the whole system is going to soon shut down. The world is going to come to an end one day. And I use the word soon because in the time of Peter and John and James, they were saying that the world was coming to an end soon. And after 2,000 years, surely it must be sooner now than then. Praise the Lord. And so you need 
to think spiritual. You need to think of spiritual things. You need to focus on the life that is to come. I've heard people say, well, I was, you know, I, I, I was not raised, you know, I was not raised up in a church. Well, what does that mean? It means that my parents didn't go to church and therefore I didn't go. Praise the Lord. So it is important, it is important as a father to give the best to your children. Amen? And we know that and we want to do that. We know that and we, we, we endeavor to do that. We want to give our children the best. But there is no better, uh, nothing better we can give to our children than the things of the spirit. Praise the Lord. We need to give our children spiritual things. Amen? If we are if we are going to help our children, if we have interest in our children, if we want the best for our children, it is the spiritual things that are more important than anything else. Now, listen, that doesn't mean the natural things of life are not important. Look, God, who is a spirit, who thinks spiritual, he, he brought Moses up, sent Moses to Pharaoh's house to be trained, educated, that he can write so that he can write the Old Testament. Now, if you want to educate your child, it is not a bad thing. Amen? If you want to give your child the natural things of this life, it is not a bad thing. It is a good thing for as long as they don't take place. Of the spiritual things. Praise the Lord. Spiritual things first. But Hagen says, you know, if you move in time, I mean, if you move in a, a, a place, if you move, if you're changing location, moving house, moving to another country, the first thing you want to check out is what, what your spiritual. How is it going to affect you spiritually? Praise the Lord. That's putting spiritual things first. And let us not, let us not underestimate that we have an adversary who plots and plans, who manipulates who has devices, who sets up traps, who causes all sorts of things to hinder you so that you lose sight. Are you with me? What do you mean by lose sight? You will lose sight of the things that are important. So bear that in mind and be aware that there is Someone who is working against you. Now, for a for a for a uh, for a father, I think we can we can use one word to say 
The father has a responsibility and his responsibility is to care. Right? So, if, we, if, if a father cares about his children, I, I want to use that in saying commitment. You're committed to the child. So, the C stands for commitment. Um, so, we, um, I mean, we that are spiritually, uh, um, um, our spiritual father is someone that cares. Amen? And in the caring, you commit to the person. Amen? You commit to the person. You see, when God called Abraham, praise the Lord, when God called Abraham, Abraham was committed to the task that was given to him. Amen? He was committed to the task that was given to him. God says, you know, I, I, you, you know I'll make you a father of, 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 of nations. And Abraham was committed to that. Refused to shift. We parents, or we the fathers that are spiritually tuned and wants to raise up spiritual children, we have a responsibility, and our responsibility is to care. And you see, if you are going to care for somebody, listen, it is not a hundred meters run. Amen. It's not a hundred meters run. It's not a 220. It's not a 440. It's not an 800. It's not a mile. It's a marathon. To be a, 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 a father, to be committed to someone, is a marathon race. Throughout the lifetime of the person, praise the Lord. Throughout the lifetime of the person, you're committed. Now, there is a balance here. When, and this is what, you know, some fathers don't, don't know how to do this. You know, there are different stages of life. It is said that you know, when you have a child, uh, and, and when they are in their childhood, when they are in their childhood, they do want you as a father. They have no interest in your money. Their interest is you. They want you, they want you to be around, they want you feel your emotion, feel you physically. They want you. Praise the Lord. And so, when they get to their teenage years, now, I can use Nathaniel as an example. The only, Nathaniel only wants me when he wants some money. Dad, you got, you got some money. I t you know, when we had 
man, I don't want to drift, but time's against me. But, you know, but not only one's money, because, you know, it doesn't really, when I'm upstairs, he's downstairs. When he's downstairs, I'm upstairs and so on. And so, you know, do you get what I mean? But some parents don't understand when they need to kind of let go their hands a little bit. Even when, and, 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 and when, the, when, the, when the person even go and get married, they still want to treat them the same. Yes, but there are different stages of life. Remember, you went and got married. And when you got married, that, that's why the, the Bible says, For this cause a man shall leave his and be clinched to his, and the two of them shall. So there are stages of life when, that the father should let go, especially when the child gets married. Their status have changed. They are spirit. They are your. They are still your child, but remember, they are now married. They have different responsibilities. Praise the Lord. And so, what I'm saying is, our commitment to our children is lifetime, but that yet there are stages, and there are stages that we need to let go of them. And let them go and do their own thing, their own life, build their own thing. Amen. And in caring, what's this one I've got here? In caring, um, we need to appreciate, appreciation. Praise the Lord. In caring, we need to appreciate. You see, God, children are a gift of God. Amen? How many of us understand we need to appreciate what God has given to us? They may not be as good as you want them to be. They may not be as intellectual as you want them to be. They may not be as physical. Whatever it is that they, you think they lack, we, we still need to appreciate them wholeheartedly. Because they are a gift from God. God will never give you anything that is not good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What's the next one? Responsibility. Praise the Lord. Responsibility. If you care for somebody, the person becomes your responsibility. Amen. In, respons in responsibilities, what do you do? You provide. Amen. Whatever is going wrong in their life, it's your responsibility. God gave them to you. Praise the Lord. God gave them to you. That is why at Rhema, when we went to Tulsa, um, they won't allow you to go to school without your family. They won't allow you to go to school without your family. You can't leave, you can't leave your, fa uh, your family in Timbuktu and go to war to go to training. Praise the Lord. 
that doesn't mean anything to you. In other words, you, you can't leave your, child, your, your, you know, your wife and children here if you, have, if you have wife and kids and go to America to go to school. Why? Because the children are your responsibility. God gave them to you. You are responsible for them. When you don't have one, I want child. I want a child. I want a child. When am I going to have a child? Pray, pastor. Pray, pastor. You have a child. Now you have no time for the child. You want to shift this responsibility to somebody else. It doesn't, it doesn't tally. Now, you can't sit at home and, and, and do it. What is what's that called? Rocking the baby all the time. We can't pay the bills otherwise. Are you with me? So that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't do nothing. I'm not saying, you know, um, you know responsibility. Because of responsibility, you, you, you are home 24-7. 20, no, but when you can be with the child, let that become more important. When you can be with the child, let it become more important. In other words, this thing here is not as important as me spending time with this child. Are you with me? But when we don't care, then we would rather go down the, uh, um, go down the pub and spend an evening with our friends. And leave the child with the wife to nurture, to raise. We have no input as a father. And then we wonder why things hadn't gone the way we wanted them to go. Praise the Lord. What's the next one? Encourage. Praise the Lord. Encourage. See... If you, have a, if you have a child and you continuously put the child down, the child will not, you know, he, the child will not blossom. Life and death is in the power of the tongue and some of us think only death as in somebody died. No, life and death. To, uh, whether the person uh, um, will have life, will have substance, will, will, will amount to anything, is, is, be, uh, is based on how much positive things you speak into that child's life. Um, the redeemed pastor, George, um, is it Adibali? Yeah. Yeah. Um, praise the Lord. Enoch Adiboy, yeah. Redeem. I'm talking about Pastor Fola, redeem. Yeah. Um, he, I, I heard it on, on, um, on these things that people sent. And I, he, he said that, this, listen carefully. Listen carefully. They, say, they said that when he was, when Adiboy, 
Enoch Adiboy, when he was a child, his mother would call him and say, Adiboy! And he would respond, Yes, ma, bring me water. And he would go and fetch the water. And let me blow my nose first. And he will carry the water. And he will give his mother the water. And they say, his mother will say, listen, oh, listen, this is very important. His mother will say, when you grow up, when you call one person, thousands will respond. And if you see, if you know anything about Redeemed Church, you will see that is what the mother was say, speaking into that man's life. And we are seeing it now. I believe, really believe, Redeemed is the, um, the biggest church. The biggest church in the sense that um, numerically, how many are Redeemed chapels? They, they, they are more than any denomination. Probably, I'm pretty sure they'll be more than Catholics. Redeem is everywhere. That is what the mother was speaking into that child's life. When you call one, a thousand will respond. So we need to encourage our children. We, the spiritual fathers, we need to encourage our children. We need to say things that are good to them. Despite their, their, despite their, their situation now, despite that they are not doing as good as you want them to do, and this is the biggest problem we parents have. We parents take our head, our head, our, our brains, and we want to put them on the kid's head. Why can't you see what I'm seeing? Man, try to remember when you were at their age, you didn't see what your parents wanted. I'm talking to you, mister. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We need to have understanding. You, that's, this thing has helped me so much. When I see the, the youth, when I see somebody doing, I, man, I look back. I reflect myself. You know, when I left school at the age of 16, I stopped pounding fufu. You say, who told you to stop pounding fufu? No, I've, I've, I'm 16. I don't, I've, I've left school. I don't pound fufu anymore. Yeah, and my, my sister, you know, my grand, my nephew, will, will, he was then about uh, 12, so he has to do the whole thing. I, I stopped pounding. Uh, there are so many things we do when we get there, and it's right for us at the time. When we look back, oh, man, that was so, so, so bad. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Man, let them also go through their time. And don't be so hard on them. 
and, 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 and end up speaking so much negative in their lives. Praise the Lord. You see, a caring father is a committed father. Amen. A caring father is a father that appreciates what God has given them. A caring father is a responsible father. A caring father is one that encourages. And, and, and please, I, I want you all to listen to me. This, the, this bit that I'm coming up next is very important. Then we, then we are closing. Listen. I heard somebody say, and this is what I don't want you to be as a father. If you are a spiritual father, then don't be an absentee father. What is an absentee father? Absentee father is the one that is never around. He's never around. He's too busy. He's got this on. He's got that on. He's got this to do. He's got that to do. He's got to work late. He's got to do that. He's got to do this. He's, got... he's never around. Praise the Lord. When the kids are young, you need to, in, you need to influence. Praise the Lord. When the kids are young, you need to influence. You need hands on deck as well. There is some chemicals that is going about, that is going on, that the, kid, the child is, is picking up. Amen. And you need to be around, you need to influence the child. Not when they are 15 and 16, are you trying to shape and mold. And It's too late, the clay is too hard. It doesn't mold anymore. So it's when they are children, that when, when they are at an age that they are soft, gentle, when you say, sit down, they will sit. That's the time you mold and shape them. The Catholic said, give me a child. And by the age of three, they will always be Catholic. Why? Because from birth to the three, three years of age, they can indoctrinate the child that the child will always be a Catholic. It's, it, will be in, it will be in them. So you take that as a father, and invest your time in the child at the time when they are young. At the time when they are young. At the time, at their very, very early stage. is when you invest yourself into them. To mold and shape them. That they will be what you want them to be when they grow up. Praise the Lord. So, an absentee father... It's not a good father. Absentee father. And you may have good reasons. But let me, t like I said earlier, the natural things is not as profitable as the spiritual things. So you may have good reasons not to be around. I'm not talking about you know, situations where the father is no longer, I'm not talking about that. You that are at home with your family and you're too busy going around London 
that you have no time for that child. And that child will not be part of you. In other words, you, won't, you, you miss the opportunity to invest in that child yourself. Invest yourself in that child. Praise the Lord. Are we going to have spiritual fathers here? We have good examples. Now listen. Let me just qualify that. Listen. You, when you have done your best, you can't do anymore. Then the rest in the, is in the hands of the Lord. So you do your best. That is why I can sleep. You do your best. Do the best that you know how for the child. But the Bible says, train up a child the way he should go, and when he's of age, he will not depart from it. So you invest in that child yourself. And if they drift, they will get back on track. Praise the Lord. Let's all stand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I want us to pray for the fathers. We all be spiritual fathers, focusing on the spiritual aspect of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, you may say, well, I'm not a father now, but you can, you'll be a father tomorrow. You'll be a father one day. So let's all pray that we'll be spiritual fathers and focus on the things of the Spirit in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for where you have brought us today, Father God. And we pray for this understanding, Lord, that we'll be focused on the things that are of the Spirit more than the things that are of the flesh. I bless your name, Lord. I give you praise, Father God. The Lord, in all things, we will recognize that life and death is in the power of the tongue that we speak positive in the life of our children in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Help us to be spiritually minded more than fleshly minded. Thank you, Father. We bless your name, Lord. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.